Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining in today. My name is Lucas Miner, and I'm a youth minister here at Clay Church. I'm so excited to be kicking off this new series through the month of July that we're calling Wonder Lab. So the whole month of July, we're going to be outside for one service at 10 a.m. at the Clay North Campus, and it's family fun. Uh, Every week, we'll experience a science experiment, which is going to be sometimes explosive, I guess, from Mr. Matt, the mad scientist. So this is a great month for you to come outside and enjoy being together as a church and also to maybe bring a friend with you. So we'll see you every Sunday, the month of July, uh, 10 a.m. on the lawn of the Clay North Campus. So Mr. Matt, the mad scientist today, went through this experiment um, with a trash can and smoke bombs and smoke rings, but he talked about the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you more about the Holy Spirit in just a minute, but before we do, I want to see if... Uh, you've ever seen one of my favorite TV shows. Now, I I don't watch a ton of TV, and I really try to limit the amount of screen time that our 15-month-old Henry gets in a day. But there is this one show that I let him watch with me. And it's about this group of people who live in a big city, and they encounter vampires and monsters and I know this might sound extreme for a 15-month-old, but there's some great lessons. They they saw these interpersonal disputes and challenges, and ultimately they come together to learn the fundamentals of living in this world. You know, basic life skills like when to not cross the street, or that your diet shouldn't only consist of cookies. And, of course, they always have the, the number of the day and the letter of the day. Does anybody know what show... I'm talking about, right, Sesame Street. I love Sesame Street, but I especially love right now in this season, they initiated a a sort of anthem um, that encourages curiosity and creative problem solving. And it goes like this. If you've got a problem, what do you say? You say, I wonder what if, let's try. And they put one finger to their temple and then one finger on their their chin and then one finger up in the air when they say, I wonder what if, let's try. Again, Henry is 15 months old. And out of the the few things that we're able to decipher what, what he's saying, he might just be playing with his blocks one minute and then he'll stop and he'll stick one finger in the air and he'll go, try. <laughs> it's adorable. So Wonder Lab is the series that we're starting. And uh, Wonder is basically curiosity, right? To be in a state of wonder is to be in a state or a posture of curiosity. Here's the thing. That doesn't come as naturally to me as it once did. As kids, we're always asking questions, right? And as adults, (laughs) we try to do everything in our power to not answer some of those questions. For example, my wife, Jill, is nearly 30 weeks pregnant, and our three-year-old niece is really just fascinated by the whole thing. But last week, she came up to Jill and started asking questions that have to do with the processes of certain things that have to do with the pregnancy. And Jill wisely answered, that is such a great question for your mommy. (laughs) 
when we're kids, we're full of that sense of curiosity, right? But as we get older, it doesn't come as naturally as it once did. Sure, we, we have those moments where we might be able to see a beautiful sunrise over the massive ocean, and we're filled with that sense of wonder. Or we might have those times where we get out of the car at night and spend a few extra minutes looking up at the sky and bright stars and start asking questions like how big things are and how small things are and what is my place in this universe. When we're in a state of wonder, we can find God. And nowadays I have to remind myself to stay curious. But when I forget, God reminds me like the ocean and the stars. I'm mostly reminded when I'm experiencing nature. Anybody else? Literally just just being outside, especially for these services. These are some of the moments that I sense the presence of the Holy Spirit most. So Mr. Matt reminded us that we can remember that God is all around us, just like the air is all around us, or like the wind is all around us. And what's cool about this is that in the original Greek and Hebrew, wind and spirit translate the same. So in the Gospel of John, chapter 3, Jesus was teaching the Pharisees and he says, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. So I found this book, and it's called feel the wind and it's this children's book and, and it's a series about let's discover science together and one of my favorite parts about this book is how we can see the wind by how it moves trees when we see the trees move we are able to see the wind or maybe just the response that the trees have with the wind i think that that analogy truly helps me understand who the Spirit is and how we are to live by the Holy Spirit. Think about it. The tree needs air. It needs oxygen in order to survive. And when it grows and thrives, it then provides for the world around it, like a home for animals, and provides seeds that fall and help other parts of nature survive and grow. And this part's great. Trees then produce more oxygen, more air for the whole world to live. I'm sure you knew that. But isn't that fascinating? The air lives through the tree, and the tree responds by giving it back to the world around it. It's beautiful. I wonder, what if, let's try. What if we learn to respond to the Spirit in similar ways that trees do. What if when the Spirit moves us, we respond by giving what we have and sharing what we know and doing what we can do? Let's try, as Henry would say. In Paul's letter to the Galatians, in chapter 5, verse 25, he writes, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let me, let me read that again. Since we live by the Spirit, 
let us keep in step with the Spirit. And right before that, he reminds us of what that looks like. He says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you know how a bird flies? Sure, we, we know that it flaps its wings, but that alone isn't enough to fly and travel. Birds learn to ride the wind. They learn to let the wind lift them to new heights, to soar. The Holy Spirit is like the wind. We may not be able to see the Holy Spirit, but like the air, the Holy Spirit surrounds us. And as we are reminded to live in that posture of wonder, and we learn to sense the Holy Spirit, we too can soar. With the Holy Spirit, I can soar. Say it with me. With the Holy Spirit, I can soar. I pray that today, and as we go forward, that we are able to be in that state of wonder and curiosity, that we may find God, that we may experience the Holy Spirit, that we may be reminded that the Holy Spirit, just like the air and the wind, surrounds us and fills us. And I pray that we learn how to respond to the Spirit moving us, that we may give what we can give and share what we can share and do what we can do for the world around us. Amen.